Hey, Chi family. This is Trish, and thanks for tuning in to this episode of Pieces of Chi. This season, I'll be interviewing two or more people and delving into their life experiences as it pertains to one another. As you all know, the Chi in Pieces of Chi stands for shared human experience. Love, compassion, empathy, care, and concern are all important ingredients necessary for a positive shared human experience. Because we are all human and have similar and even different experiences, it is important that we connect with one another because we are all part of this thing called humanity. I hope you enjoy learning about the experiences of our next guests as we discuss their life experiences with each other. You might be able to relate to them or gain new information or knowledge or even just share the story with somebody that you know might need to hear it. So sit back and enjoy. Hi, She family. Thank you again to tuning in to uh, Pieces of She. And today I have a very exciting couple here. I'm really excited to uh, talk to them. Um, I have Rick and I have Sharon. And you guys know I asked my famous five. Uh, I, I will introduce them. Um, Rick is from Morton Grove, Illinois. Um, he is a baby boomer, um, was raised in a two-parent household. He has one brother and he is the youngest. And he is a Leo. And Miss Sharon. Sharon is from Louisville, Kentucky, and she's also a baby boomer, also raised in a two-parent household. She has two younger sisters, so that makes her the oldest, and she is a Cancer. Why do I need to know these things? I don't know. It just helps me gauge who I'm talking to, and I don't know. It just really does help me with, with my mindset. Yes. <laughs> So welcome and thank you guys for coming. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. Um, and what what do you guys do for a living? Is there anything else that I did I miss anything? I work retired. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so retired. And also, how long have you guys been married? Uh, we got married, I think, about 37 plus years ago. Wow. That summer of '82. So that is amazing. Right. Thirty-six and a half. Thirty-six plus years. Okay, so I was off by a year. It'll be thirty-seven <laughs> years this year. It yeah. feels like thirty-seven years. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, what is the glue that has kept you guys together for thirty-seven years? I don't know. Cooperation and compromise. Okay. Mm -hmm. I understand that. <laughs> I think common roots, you know, family. Mm. You know, we we share a lot of same experiences, the same background. You know, our you know, we we raised you know, three children. Okay. Um, and so I think that you know that that's some of some glue that that, that it helps. I get you. I get you. And so you have three kids. You mentioned. Do you have any grandchildren? Well, technically five. Okay. But four that are still in our family, one that was given away for adoption. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So then tell me about that dynamic. Are your kids here, here in Vegas? Um, are they in other states? 
No, they're not. All of them live in the southern Indiana, Kentucky area. Oh my goodness. Okay. So then how do you guys, do you guys go visit them? Do they come here? How does that work? Both. Okay. Yeah, we we've, uh, kind of have an, an open offer that if they want to come visit, come on down. Yeah. You know, anytime. And, uh, and as far as the grandkids are concerned, <clears throat> as long as we can, pay to have them come see us. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So we try to sweeten the pot a little bit. Yeah. Now how old are the grandbabies? I love babies. I don't know. <laughs> I just I love them. <laughs> the oldest one will be 13 in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second one will be three in March. Oh my goodness. And the twins just turned one in the end of November. Oh twins. My husband is actually a twin, so I have this soft spot thing for <laughs> twins. <laughs> well, we were pretty shocked when they wanted, you know, my son wanted and his wife wanted to have a second child. Yeah. And then it was, it was like, well, there's twins. It's like, holy cow, are you kidding me? <laughs> Two well, for one. Yeah, well, the thing is, is that when she got pregnant, my, my son jokingly said, wouldn't it be great if we had twins? <laughs> <laughs> now, do ten, do twins run in your family? They're the first ones in both wow. sides. Wow. As far as we know, yeah. That's great. That is so great. And so how do you guys, are you guys, what do they call you? Pop, do they call you anything yet? Or? They call us Mama uh-huh. and Papa. It's a very oh. southern thing. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cute. Well, good. Um, so how are, do you guys both have big families? I mean, I know you have one brother, you have two sisters. Um, other than that, like, is your family big? My mother was from a family of seven children. Okay. So she had one sister and five brothers. Gotcha. All right. And my mother was uh, one of uh, five. Mm-hmm. And so lots of, you know, aunts, uncles, cousins. Yeah. Um, and, uh, other side, my father's side, you know, there was kind of like our family. Um, actually, I guess uh, there's four. They have, there's four cousins there. So, yeah, you know, but they're all, they were all in, um, none of them live in the Chicago area. Gotcha. So well, I had one uncle that lived in like Minneapolis and then a lot of the other, um, on my mom's side, still lived it, where she grew up, was in uh, Youngstown, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So uh, we did our, our annual trek. Yeah, for two weeks, my dad two week vacation mm-hmm. and, and traveled out to Youngstown every summer. Oh, awesome! Uh, out to the farm. Yeah, that was there was nothing to do. It was very <laughs> sin. If we're a you know a youngster, <laughs> I'm sure you found something to get into well, with all that land. <laughs> it was uh, it was uh, it was different. Well, plus my grandmother and grandfather spoke only broken English. Mm. Um, they were from Italy. Gotcha. And so it, um, it was tough communicating with them. It was hard because you know they had thick accents. They could communicate. Obviously, they could read and write. Mm-hmm. But you know it, it, they just had thick accent, and so yeah. it wasn't like the the, the best um, communication. And you know they were very classic. Let's just say you gotcha. know, the way that their culture was just wasn't was different than mm-hmm. kind of how I. So and, so and my father was. Three siblings, all yeah. sisters. Okay. He oh, was wow. the he was the baby. Oh my! And I was lucky enough that only two of my aunts lived out of town. Everybody else lived in Louisville, Kentucky. Good. So let me ask you this: Do your two families know each other? Do you guys kind of well? Get yeah, together? we we, we uh, our families knew each other. Okay. Mom, we introduced them when we got 
engaged. Gotcha. In fact, uh, when they, his parents met my mom, it was quite cute. We lived in Oklahoma at the time. Yeah, that's a city outside in, of Louisville. Oklahoma. Right, it's a suburb of Louisville. Okay. And they came down, and we all had dinner together, and his mom and dad broke into Oklahoma, <laughs> except, <laughs> except they said Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Yeah, yeah. So it was um, kind of. Uh, but that, you know they they got along pretty well. Good. Um, Not that like, they saw each other often. Right. Mo mostly when there was something to do with us. Right. right. So like when our son got married, our younger son got married in, in uh, Hawaii. There you um, go. Her mother and my mother both came, and, and I think they were in the same room, if I'm not mistaken, in our uh, right, in our condo. Oh, we got. okay. And so yeah, you know they they and, and my mom always said how much she liked her. So, Good. So my mom liked Good. his mom. So. Yeah. Well, you brought up when you got engaged, so that kind of brings me to my next question. How in the heck did you guys meet? Like, you're from Illinois, you're from Kentucky, I know it's kind of, you know, where, how did that happen? Well, he got transferred to Louisville to work for a company mm -hmm. that my sister worked for. Mm, so gotcha. my sister wanted to get together the people, when she started working for Rick, the people that she used to work for, who were right. actually vendors for the company that Rick worked for. Okay. And the company that Rick worked for at yeah. a party at a, like a restaurant bar type thing. Yeah. And uh, I had just gotten over a bad breakup with somebody else and my mother dragged me to this party. <laughs> and so that's how I met Rick, who had just yeah, I, I took uh, about three weeks and yeah. uh, I had bought a motorcycle. Okay. And I, I rode my motorcycle down to um, Miami. Oh my! And uh, so I took a you know a few weeks to go down there and kind of stopped along the way, did some camping, you know, saw some friends, mm -hmm. and so uh, I came back uh, that afternoon. Oh wow! <laughs> and I wasn't gonna go, and I was like, yeah. all right, you know. So. so this thing was meant to be. I'm thinking. I don't know. You didn't want to go. You didn't want to go, but you went, and then boom. So, who introduced you? Your sister introduced. How did that go? Kinda. Yeah. He he. I was sitting down in this chair talking to people. Right. And Rick walks in, and she tells. She says, "Sharon, get out of that chair. That's Rick's chair." I was innocent. <laughs> he, he didn't know anything about it. I was like, oh, okay. So I'm oh. thinking to myself, this guy must be a real creep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and her sister worked for, I hired her. Um, and, and so I don't know if she was trying to make the impression. Gotcha. <laughs> so then what, do you got, what did you guys think? Was it like love at first sight? Was it, I mean, like, you know, were there fireworks? No, actually. We, we talked a, a bit, yeah, and then he actually did call and ask me out. Oh, good. Which that our first date in and of itself was epic. Uh, it's it, epic, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do tell. Well, it started at like what six o'clock in yeah. the evening, mm -hmm. and ended what like two o'clock the next oh morning. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It's so just good. It was, it not, it, no, it was a comedy of errors. <laughs> <laughs> So, it's, first of all, it, uh, our first date was on the anniversary of my mother and father. Gotcha. So that was interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was something that was foretelling, but in any yeah. case. Um, and then, uh, and we, I, I wanted to take her to a Mexican restaurant that I really liked. We got there, and it was like a two-hour wait. And we're like, you know, I want, and we're going to go to a movie. And it's like, okay, well, this isn't going to work. So we go to a different restaurant, and it's an hour and a half wait. So it's like, okay, this is just meant to be. So I said, fine, we put our name in. 
went and bought a bottle of wine at a store, went to my apartment, which was not that far away. Yeah. Oh, I listened. Yeah. Um, you know, had a couple um, glasses of wine, I got on my guitar, strumming, Yeah. and uh, and then around 10, uh, I guess that we ate around 9 or so, then we went to like a 10 or 11 o'clock show, mm. and uh, so that's why it was so late when we gotcha. got so, Yes. And gotcha. some of the things that happened. <laughs> we went to the movie, and it was any which way you can. Okay. Clint Eastwood. Okay. And in the previews <clears throat> of the movies coming, Superman 2, and this this crazy person that took me out on the stake grabs me by the shoulders and is shaking me up and down, going, Superman 2, Superman 2. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay. You're excited. Yeah. <laughs> he I guess was, I was ex excited. He was excited. So we watched the movie, and after the movie, he took me home because I had to go to work the next morning. Mm. So, but on the way home, we had to stop and pick up my son mm -hmm. and my nephew because mm -hmm. he was going to watch my son for me at my house while I went to work the next gotcha. day. Gotcha. So we get to the house and I get the kids out of the car and I take them up to their front door and I'm getting the, you know, opening the door and Rick is at the car, wedged between the door and the car saying, bye bye. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, that was the first and last date I've ever seen this. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's two in the morning. And she's got this eight-year-old sleepy, you know, yeah. woke him up. And I guess uh, um, John, John, I think, was, was like 13 or something. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, you know, whatever was going to happen tonight is, you know, or like, but it was like, okay, we're done. Let's just <laughs> move on. But I guess I called back a week later. Okay. He did. There and he got go. mad at me because oh. I bought a car without his, his well, input. So we were together for eight hours, and she never even she never brought up, "Oh, I'm going to buy a new car." I thought that'd be something. Point of conversation. I don't know. <laughs> and then the problem was I got stuck driving that car. That piece of crap. But anyway, <laughs> years later. Right. Right. So okay. So then that was the first date. It was awesome. Tell me about the engagement how'd you propose how did how you know how this long is, after the first date did you say i'm gonna marry her i proposed um to sharon a, uh, a year later okay so it was actually it was new year's eve mm -hmm. um so not later but we'll call it a year yeah um and uh, i took her to the nicest restaurant in louisville mm -hmm. uh very kind of uh it was one of the restaurants where there was like six people waiting on you, you know, oh, wow. white bow ties, and you're, you never a waiter, you had a captain, you know, it was, it was a, a, yeah. a place. And so, you know, so we, we had dinner and then I had booked um, uh, uh, a hotel room at the Hilton. Mm -hmm. And so I think it was the 20 something floor up, up there and I had, you know, flowers and I had champagne and stuff. And, and uh, unfortunately, they only had three elevators and they were packed. So it took them like an extra two hours to get, you know, stuff up to our room. And by then I was tired. And so I just decided to ask her yeah. before the flowers arrived. Yeah. So, so I asked her. Oh, and she said, and yes. you got on one knee the whole bit? I don't know. I got on one knee. <laughs> you remember. did. Oh, so. She remembers. <laughs> I think it was both knees actually, but in any case. <laughs> So, that yeah. is awesome. So the thing is, we went before did, uh, dinner. We went to a bar with some family and friends, and so everyone had seen the ring except for Sharon. Gotcha. And uh, including my son, who, unbeknownst to me, he just he said, 
mommy's mom, do you know if Rick took that blue box with him? And I'm like, what blue box? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, almost a reveal. Right. So, and you had no clue? No. Good. No. I he, like those and he was when you don't know. So. <laughs> yeah. And then we got married you know, like eight months later. Okay. That is awesome. Awesome. That sounds amazing. Um, so, all right. Well, then you guys have been married 37 years now. Three kids. Um, we've got the, the grandbabies. We've got twins. Um, so, and now you guys are retired. Um, what the heck does a retired couple do? What is a typical day for a retired couple? <laughs> what are we gonna do today? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, do you, is that it? Like, you wake up and say, "Hey, what? Well, what do you want to do?" Well, we have things that are are, are planned. Like, okay. You know, we we're involved um, in the local, um, uh, like a, a bicycle coalition, mm. a complete streets coalition. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm on an RTC committee. Um, I'm very know. involved with our faith. Okay. Yeah. So awesome. I do a lot with that. Yeah. Right. Uh, she sings in the choir there. Sing in the choir, for example. So, you sing? You know, not, nice. Not, not lately, not when I've been going through with my sickness since January. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we, we do, and then we, we like doing a lot of outdoor stuff. So we, we, we like to hike a couple times a week, um, but we are fair weather hikers. Okay. So, you know, when it's, um, you know, 30 degrees out, nah, we're just not going to be doing that. Right. We, we just don't have to, you know, so we just rather go to the gym and, and, and work out, if, you know, and, uh, and we like bicycling. We like biking. And so, again, okay. we're not going to bike when it's 50. We're going to bike when it's 70 or whatever. There we're not going to bike when the wind's, you know, 30 miles an hour. Yeah. Because it's just too, you know, it's just too much uh, for us. So, you know, so, but we're fair weather bikers as well. Yeah. So we do, we try to be outside doing activities, right. you know. As much as possible. Yeah. yeah. Well, Three, good. four, five times. And we're, we're members of the Protectors of Thule Springs, so we're very involved oh. in getting the new monument up and running. Yeah. What kind of monument are they trying to get up? It's a, it's an area where they have found mammoth and saber-tooth and... Uh, ancient horses? Ancient horses, uh, fossils. Right. And it literally is at the end of Aliante and, or Aliante and horses. That's where it gotcha. starts and then it goes west and north. Wow. Yeah, with, uh, I 95 and north up above the... Uh, it goes up to where the... Desert Wildlife Reserve. Is. Yes. Okay. So we That's go. Awesome. There's there's uh, cleanups that they do. There's um, you know, meetings. Uh, try to get involved with patrolling a little bit because mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. it's been used as you know off road biking and shooting in gate ranges and yeah. things like that. Garbage dumps, of course. And so we're members of that group. And above and beyond that, we we are just big proponents of the national park system. Yeah. Okay. Last year we went to 93 national park units. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys stay busy. Yeah. Well, and then we we we, tra we travel. So okay. You know, we'll. Last year we were on, on the East Coast for five weeks. That's 32 days. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, uh, we're leaving in a in a month or so mm -hmm. for a month. Uh, we're spending in South America. Oh nice. So we, we try to travel. We were in Australia, New Zealand. Right. Yeah. Right. So we we try to you know do some domestic and international travel. Well, but I'd we say can... I'd say you guys are living your best lives yeah. right now. <laughs> that sounds pretty amazing. Um, so then, would you guys consider yourself as like best friends? 
or or do you have your own friends? Well, we have our own friends, and then we have friends that are the, for the both of us. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, we're probably up there with best friends. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would also say that like my my younger son, um, he actually said to me the other day that I was his best friend. <laughs> oh. That was that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I thought about it. I was like, you know, I feel kind of the same way because there's things that I tell him that I wouldn't tell Sharon. Yeah, um, man stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. Whatever, you know but um, and I guess that's one of the challenges um, I think in, in couples that are our age and older that there are no new stories mm -hmm. for the most part. Mm -hmm. I mean, almost anything I would tell her, she's already heard. Mm -hmm. um, but I've forgotten long ago that I haven't told her. Right, <laughs> and she may have forgotten that she heard it. Who knows, right? But you know, as as you get older, you know, I mean, it's just recognizing the fact that you are older, and so things don't work as well as they used to. Mm -hmm. Whether it's your memory, yeah. Whether it's your health, health, your yeah. Body, yeah. You know, so you, you have to your hearing. You know, yeah. um, you know, I, you know, like I, I'm, I, I don't have problems. You know, hearing like in this situation, but if there was background noise, gotcha. Like if I if I if I'm standing at the microwave and I microwave something and Sharon's talking, it's like you know, forget it. I just can't hear it. You mm -hmm. know? So you know, so there it, it kind of puts a little bit of, of um, I don't know um, pressure on the communication. To okay. Make sure that you're communicating well and that you understand that you know you just have to do something a little bit different than you used to. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's awesome. So have you guys ever, how do you guys deal with like disagreements? Do you guys have disagreements? Oh yeah. Uh, and then how do you deal with that? It depends on the disagreement. Yeah. Sometimes uh, it takes just talking it out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it takes going away for a while and having a cooling off period and then coming back and, gotcha. and dealing with it. Gotcha. Like you said, it just depends on the disagreement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, um, here's a question I have. What has been one of the most difficult things, if not the difficult thing that you guys have had to deal with as a married couple? Well, you know, we've been very fortunate. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, really, uh, you know, we've had virtually no family issues, no crises, awesome. no financial crises. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously, if something had happened like that, it would have been a whole different kind of story. But we've been very lucky. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't, I don't know that there's been something like that. Yeah, that you guys. Maybe, maybe our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we can talk. Okay. About our <laughs> Let's talk about the wedding. <laughs> the, the wedding that almost got moved from Chicago to Louisville in the last month. Wow. It was just, it was a big misunderstanding, I think, okay. most of it was. But anyway, um, we, since I had been married before and he hadn't been married at all, gotcha. we were kind of t uh, going with what his mom wanted to do, because okay. she, she didn't have a wedding when she got married. Okay. And when his brother got married, that was not the kind of wedding she wanted either, because he got married on a mountain in Arizona. She ne ne had never had a wedding wedding. Right. And so um, Rick and I kind of gave her a free hand in doing our wedding right. in Chicago. Right. I was like, I don't care. You know, I just wanted to get married. Okay. Um, and uh, 
So she was all happy. She was planning the wedding and the reception and everything. And, uh, inviting all of her friends. Inviting all of her friends. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> People that I didn't even know. Right. People I might not have known. Right. But anyway, so, um, and everything was going along fine, and I had gone and gotten my dress. It was, I, we got married in the, the decade where the big hats were big gotcha. for weddings, you know? So I had gone and gotten my dress, and I got a hat, and I was all set, and uh, I was getting married in ivory, because white just kind of makes me look washed out. Okay. I've got such... I don't know, pale, icky skin. And he was going to be in a ivory, you know, tux. Got it. Sounds good. Well, when, he, <laughs> when his mom called one day and was talking to him, we suddenly, we were getting married in white. And that was a big no-no because I'd been married before and had a kid. Mm -hmm. And I had a veil, which he didn't understand. The hat had a thing on the back, right? And he said, yeah, it's, she's got a veil. Well, his mom went ballistic the whole white and veil just goes back then you know white purity virgin right right and i wasn't and so i all i heard was his side of the conversation and uh the next thing i heard was fine if you feel that way you don't have to come to the wedding and we're moving it to louisville oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what happened so you can take over <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. I mean, she she was like, well, so Sharon's wearing red. And I'm like, I don't know. What well, she's wearing, whatever she wants to wear. It's her wedding. Yeah. Well, she's not wearing a veil. She has to If she wants to wear a veil, she sure is. And she was like, oh, well, then I'm not going to go. And I'm like, well, it's okay. You don't have to go. We'll just move it here and that'll be that. Right. You know? Right. Now, of course, my brother got married two years earlier to a woman who had a child mm -hmm. who had been married before. Mm-hmm who wore white mm -hmm. and who wore a veil. Oh my goodness. Now, now my mom didn't have anything to do with planning the wedding, she just attended. But somehow, this was going to offend all of her friends by, <clears throat> so I guess the bottom line was that her, one of her friends said to her, look, this is their wedding, calm down and yeah. just let them have their wedding. Yeah. And that was it, my mom. Now, as it turns out, we didn't have the whole, it wasn't a problem anyway. But it kind of set my mom straight a little bit that, that her, it was accept her friends would accept the fact okay. that whatever it was. Yeah. Know? So that was kind of. So she was stressing out over now. It was a whole generational thing. Yeah, yeah I get it. Oh. Well, I'm glad everything turned out well. Was was it a big wedding? Oh Did yeah. You guys have, oh my. Bigger than we wanted. Hundred and twenty-five people. Was it? Yeah. And in a church, big church, or it was in where... the church that he grew up in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Methodist church. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, we wanted this. This was a church that uh, was built in like early 1900s. Yeah. And uh, and the original church is uh, is like a uh, is, is a log cabin. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to to get married in the log cabin. It was cool. Because gotcha. the log cabin was again, it was you know it was 100 years old, or not quite, but whatever it was, it was it was cool. Um, but it could only fit about 50 people or so. Right. And so my mom, she's inviting you know, some people. It's like okay, <laughs> so we had to move from what we preferred, which was kind of the cool log cabin, to the main church that they could fit. You know, 200 people. So. Gotcha. Anyway, well, one of the many accommodations. Well, you know what? It sounds to me as as if your marriage started out on a great foundation. And being that, because sometimes it is hard to for a man to juggle his wife and his mother. There is a 
there's a fine line there and some some men don't understand that when you're marrying your wife that's your wife you know you yeah. kind of have to that, that's your new life like, like like cut the string cut the string yeah, well, and I, I think that that was pretty clear um, that I I did that. I mean you know love my mom yeah in of fact course. Um, you know uh, about six months ago she passed and mm. uh, almost a hundred uh, oh my goodness with uh, with a uh, her, her famous line gee uh, uh, if I'd known I was gonna live this long I'd take much better care of myself <laughs> <laughs> something along those lines but yeah anyway but no I mean I you know loved her you know very much uh, still do mm -hmm. but you know this was my new life this is my wife this is where we're going and you know in a, in a way she raised me like that okay right I mean yeah. she, she must have I picked it up somewhere yeah and she was a far far bigger influence than my father mm. I mean 100% mm -hmm. so you know I'm sure that whatever it was came from her okay Good. I'm glad everything got worked out. And your your mom, how did she feel about oh, her new liked, son? -in -law? She liked Rick okay. a lot. Yeah. The only thing she didn't like about Rick was when he took me away from me. Yeah, took her baby. Yeah. And then you're the oldest too. So I was there's the there's something there's a connection with with a mother and and their oldest child. Yeah. I, I'm not saying this to you know because I know you're the baby, but there's a connection there that. But my grandmother unmatched. really loved Rick, and she mm. told me right to my face, "If you, if he goes away, it's your fault." <laughs> I loved her grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> you could do no wrong. <laughs> she loved Rick. Yeah, well, she was she was something else. I loved my grandmother. Oh, good. But yeah, no, my mom really loves Rick, but she was really upset when he came and said we're being transferred right. to Boston, and her her. Oh, you're taking my baby. Oh. Well, in fact, your father said that before we got married. She said, he, I, I think he said something along the lines of, the, the only thing I don't like about your relationship is that you're going to take her away. And at that point, I wasn't, I was, you know, I wasn't being transferred. I was just working there. Right. But um, I think it was because he came from Chicago, was working in Louisville. And then I was going to leave. Yeah. It wasn't forever. Yeah. So, yeah, and then we moved to Boston. And then we moved to Chicago. And then we moved to the Netherlands. And, Wow, the so, Netherlands. How yeah. was that? That was great. That was awesome. I always see pictures of the Netherlands, and every picture I see, I'm like, oh, beautiful. It's just beautiful. We lived in, in a town called Leiden, okay. which is a, a medieval town, you know, yeah. um, you know, with a medieval canal around it, and the old uh, you know, city center with, um, you know, uh, used to be walls, and walls are hard there are some of the ports that are still there mm -hmm. and um, yeah every day you know we, we, as we walked around town because it was hard to drive around town frankly so walking or riding your bike was what you could do mm. it was like this place is just it's like living in a dream wow I mean every, you know it's like when we when we leave here we're gonna look back and say I can't believe we were there yeah and sure enough um, you still do oh it's great yeah I mean it, it's got the oldest university in the Netherlands uh, it's where uh, John Quincy Adams graduated. Wow, okay. It's where Rembrandt, Rembrandt was born. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, pretty well here. Good, good. Well, I've had a ball with you guys, definitely. <laughs> learning about you guys and where you're from and how you met and everything. Tell me this, do you have any advice that you would give to, let's say a couple that's thinking about getting married 
recently got married like what advice would you give them um, you know to get to 37 years you have to work at it yeah I mean and and you know don't just give up I mean I, a lot of I see a lot of couples these days it gets a little hard they're really quick to quit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and you've just got to you know stick with it and work it out yeah one of the things that we do um, and we and we've told our, our kids this is that we don't make decisions on our own okay we make decisions together gotcha we're a couple yeah and so um, I think we started that maybe after we had kids and they tried to do the whole divide and conquer thing you're probably familiar with this very familiar <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> mom said no was to the last day right so we you know we make all of our decisions together and it includes things like um, I'm thinking about going to the gym uh, this afternoon you know is that okay with you mm-hmm. no I mean do I have to ask to do that, or does she have to ask to, you know, she's go, it's just communication. Same. Right. You know, um, and so we're asking each other permission to do things, mm-hmm. and that's, it's work for us. I yeah. Don't know. Um, it doesn't, doesn't feel limiting. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just as a courtesy, know. maybe? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So that we, you know, we, keeps us, I guess, in, in tune. Good. And when, whenever we travel independently, mm-hmm. we have a rule. Tell me when you call, when you get there, so yes. you know that you've gotten there. You know? Yeah, I like that one because you know you worry. Exactly. Yeah. I get it. So yeah, I think that's. Well, good. That is amazing, and I am so happy that you guys came here, stopped by drop some jewels <laughs> and well people can connect and you know hopefully they've learned some some things and, and what they can do and um, some things maybe they can change or adjust if, if they're going through some things um, is there any way I, I know that social media is kind of like a thing now and baby boomers I know a lot of baby boomers they don't really do a lot of social media but if anyone wanted to get in touch with you do you want to share any social medias? If not, they can reach me and I can reach out. <laughs> Why don't we have them reach you? Yeah, why don't we okay. Have them reach you? How's that? Perfect. Yeah, I mean, we do some social media stuff. But Ma- mainly it's to keep our families informed when we're understand. out of town, like when we're in Australia or when we're going to be in South America. We use it as a avenue to let them know where we are. Yeah. And we send pictures. Of, you know, oh, good. I write a blog uh, when we travel. Nice. Like, you know, a daily blog just to kind of say, here's what happened. <laughs> that's um, awesome. But that's just, uh, you know, that's just when we are traveling out of the country. And partly it's for us to remember what happened. You know, gotcha. Because, you know, as you, you know, you conflate things. Um, you know, your memories aren't perfect. Yeah. So, uh, and I know you said you were going somewhere. I, I, it escapes me right now. Where's your next trip? South America. South America. Right, yes, so, yeah, that is it. Brazil, Argentina, Chile, and then uh, a week in Peru. Nice. Now, do you guys know people there? Or no, you're just going, going a, to explore? We're going on a tour that actually was organized by the Around the Bend Friends, a group that we hike with. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there's a few hikes on it, but most of it is kind of more sightseeing mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and we get to see Machu Picchu. Yeah. Nice. yeah. So, uh, and we, you know, we've never been to South America. We've been to most of the continents. I think all of them. Yeah. Except Antarctica, which she doesn't want to go to. I don't know why. I want to go to Africa. Have you got what countries have you guys been in Africa? Egypt. Yeah. Egypt. Egypt. So yeah. you guys went and saw the the pyramids and everything. Yeah. We had a 
two week was it two weeks? Ten days. Ten day, but it was a private tour. Yeah. So it was just us and tour guides. Wow. And yeah. they and were driver. and they were awesome. That's a goal of mine. Oh. One day I will get there. Oh, it's it's oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a chance. Yeah. And we got out just under before the Arab Spring hit. Oh my. Two months later, Arab Spring, <laughs> and uh, it was all shut down. So okay. We were very, very lucky. Yes. So. Yes. But yeah, so I mean, we, we want, there's other places in Africa we want to go. Okay. Um, all right, well then you guys, if you guys want to, if you guys have questions for Rick or Sharon, reach out to me. I'll get you guys some answers. Um, and again, thank you guys so much. You guys are awesome. Thank you for having us. Thanks. All right. Have a good one. Well, there you have it. Another She Story. I hope you enjoyed our guests and connected with them in some sort of way. If you have a story you'd like to share with the world, hit me up. You can email me at piecesofshe at hotmail.com. Or you can DM me on Instagram at pieces.of.she. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time.